smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes just difficult to even begin Regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being IVF so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the IVF expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by Merck I'm your host Deepthi Ahuja and I will interview IVF experts from all over India to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind. So, are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts? Here we go. Welcome to the 16th and the last episode of the season. It's been a pleasure discussing parenthood and pregnancy with you my dear listener. Thank you so much for lending us your ear as we unfold the phenomenon that is IVF. Now, in this episode, we are going to cover all questions, some tough ones might I add. Uh you should ask your doctor before you finally go in for an IVF treatment. To lend her expertise and a decade of experience on this episode, we have with us Dr. Vaishnavi Rao, who is currently an IVF specialist at Milan Fertility Center, Bangalore. Hi Dr. Vaishnavi, how are you? Hi Deepthi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm good too. I'm good. It's almost the weekend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, um the role in IVF clinic plays for a couple gives them a lot of power but uh because of this many a times couples are afraid to ask about the doctors and the clinic's success rate how can they ask these questions or even research them in a manner that they get the right answers dr vaishnavi i know i'm jumping right into it with a mm. tough one yeah. but i'm very very sure that you can you know manage this question <laughs> right so uh, what i would like to first uh, throw some light on is uh, the whole ivf process can be extremely stressful for a couple hmm. who may have had their previous ivf attempts you know with, uh, with another doctor and they're going to a new doctor because they've not achieved a success hmm. but to be frank the actual question that you're posing as the doctors and the clinic success rate what hmm. i feel is the clinic success rate may not be the same with each couple as we know the uh, clinic has different success rates with different group of categories of patients because mm. each person has different like you see the five fingers are not of the same size so same way we have problems with a pco or we have problems with a poor ovarian reserve or sometimes a male factor so mm. everything contributes to either the failure or the success so mm. what i feel is each of them are researching in different different you know probably websites and you know maybe they're talking to their um you know uh, their relatives their friends they're forming search groups and then they're saying that yeah you have to find out what the success is but as such what i feel it all is individual basis like as in each case would be different so as such we cannot embark on saying this is the actual success rate of a clinic or of a couple so we work in together to find out what the success we can do to increase the success for a particular couple so we'll not mm-hmm. probably you know be doing the same thing what the previous doctor has done we might do some modifications but these things are just adjuvants we cannot just say yeah by giving this definitely there's 100% success as it mm. is patients are already stressed so they feel that the right. money put in has to produce not the pregnancy it has to produce the baby 
yeah so so people should understand that we are also into the scientific research world where we are trying to rationalize and do things that we can do best for them yeah yeah makes a lot of sense and thank you uh, so much for setting context for this episode you know really um it's it's of course uh, everyone researches online and everyone gets all sorts of numbers online some of those numbers are correct some of those numbers aren't but at the same time each couple is different and each person's success rate for a pregnancy and having a baby successfully is different so i totally get that but it's a very um you know despite how vague this might sound it's still you know it's it's just a tough situation to be in so um another you know something that uh, people generally tend to consider and refrain from is that uh, when it comes to the total cost per ivf cycle there must be some hidden costs as well uh, that the couple could be curious about what are some of the most common things or the procedures for which there are hidden costs so uh, hidden costs in the sense when a person comes like we have had many people come to us they have had uh, previous treatments outside so they kind of feel that you know we have done ivf already we have spent already so much of money and uh, we have not got any success so you're coming to me probably for the first time so i understand money is money whether money goes here or money goes there money is gone but mm. there are certain costs like for example the person is not able to afford they are not having their you know probably because of the covid situation they have not been having their jobs on you know at power getting their actual salaries or the salaries have been reduced or um, uh, the thing like they'll have to shift their whole base to have a particular you know center treating them so they might have to uh, move from place to place and uh, one more thing would be the travel the accommodation the way you know these are things that can uh, influence the mind of the couple and think that yeah, are we doing the right thing are this is this going to be our last attempt could we be spending more money so these are some of the added costs and supposing there could be um, you know for example a complication of an ivf procedure so as in right. when you're giving injectables you're giving injections to the patient so uh, there is that some amount of um, you know cases who can go in for a ovarian hyperstimulation so if the mm. ovarian hyperstimulation comes in it all depends on how it is managed if it is managed in the correct way then it may not lead to a very severe kind of a ovarian hyperstimulation we would just freeze the embryos and then later do the embryo transfer in the next cycle so yeah. this can be a very life threatening complication so mm. you know mild cases or you know the cases where which are managed well may not require any icus and you know that kind of an admission so it can be managed even at an ivf center if the person is fully trained hmm makes a lot of sense um now uh, you know from our previous episodes uh, dr vaishnavi it's certain that on an average an average average right uh, the mm. ivf success rate is around 35 to 50% but then when it is said that there are chances that an ivf treatment might not work what are the various ways in which it can fail and i think we must all of us whomsoever might in the future um you know consider ivf we should know this at least yeah so as such uh, any patient who comes for i would say a fertility treatment not just an ivf treatment we do not advise ivf for anybody who comes into the clinic we would Absolutely. like to see their previous history and we'd like to take a detailed history and find out what are the things that have been done or probably you know introspect in our own minds as to whether if we had done it this way whether the pregnancy could have happened not happened because with each uh, fertility treatment the success rates are different just like when you're just inducing the ovulation and then asking them to try naturally or inducing the ovulation and asking them to go in for iui or inducing the ovulation and asking them to go for ivf so with an ivf what happens is we are only able to establish whether there is an egg in the follicle and whether it is a mature egg 
and whether they are fertilizing with the sperm and of course the embryos whether they are actually forming or not so when we are doing the embryo transfer also we are performing the transfer when there is maximum chance that the embryo may get a, get attached to the uterus lining so that is what is called as embryo implantation it is not right. embryo transfer so the embryos that you are actually transferring that is a procedure which would probably uh, i mean it would have been timed and the endometrium would have been prepared just that it getting Im- implanted as in getting attached to the womb is certainly not in any ivf specialist hand it has to it is to happen in vivo as in in the body what mm-hmm. we are going one step to achieve in ivf is trying to find out whether this embryos are actually forming or not or whether mm-hmm. they are of a good quality or not whether they are a grade b grade c grade whether they are going on to form blastocysts or not is there a male factor involved is there a female factor involved these are the things only that we are exploring so that is the reason why like rightly you have put it as 35 to 50% so i would agree by that because you know when we are going in and doing embryo transfer we are saying embryo transfer not embryo, embryo implantation so mm. i would say that yeah these are the uh, things that that uh, that uh, these are the things that would challenge the ivf specialist right but what are the procedures maybe in which you've seen maximum failures i don't even know how sh- how i should put this sensitively because but you know it's a curious question i would want to definitely know if there is a method that uh, you know has actually shown a failure rate <laughs> not a success rate mm, see that's what i would say the embryo as such is the um what do you say the female partner and the male partner gametes that we try to see whether the fertilization happens in vitro and not in vivo so if mm. it has to happen in vivo that is in the body so it has to happen in the tube so here what we're trying to do the ivf lab usually it plays the role of the tube mm. so what happens is the um the rationale behind the ivf is to understand whether these eggs are there whether they are mature and then we're going to plan the embryo transfer as such we cannot say that the whole process as i just explained to you this implantation is a very enigmatic process so the enigma in this is that's why we do not say yes definitely you have come in here for an ivf definitely it is definitely going to you know become successful it can be the male partner issue it can be a low sperm count it can be a normal forms being very low or it can be an azoospermic whether we have to give them pre medication in order to enhance whether the whether the sperm count increases or not so these are all ifs and buts in the whole process of ivf but the egg quality also makes a lot of difference because the poor oocyte quality like as you know there is one egg and one sperm which is of mm-hmm. a good quality can result in pregnancy so these mm-hmm. are some of the factors that could be the reasons why failures are happening but what are the things that we can do to help the couple is we can add on adjuvants in order to see adjuvants in the sense um, you know what do you say uh, vitamins and uh, other compounds uh, okay. in order to enhance the success rate but definitely is it going to help or is it going to harm there are many patients who have that enigma in their mind but i would say that most adjuvants they may or may not play a role right right basically again to each their own ha huh? <laughs> okay uh now of course um you know when we are talking about how uncertain the whole thing the entire process is and how enigmatic as you rightly put uh you know the entire processes uh failures can lead to depression um the ivf procedure itself can lead to a lot of anxiety and even if they can openly talk about you know mental health issues as an individual due to family involvement couples might not be you know really open to discussing the implications the procedure can have on their mental health 
you know what are some of the ways in which they can hint at such concerns or approach um that IVF expert directly uh, if you could answer that i mean i'm sure you must be getting patients who come with a family member they're probably not comfortable in front of to talk about you know mental health issues or any kind of concerns that they might have which would be very very intimate to themselves so what so, are some of the ways in which they can at least hint you know and mm-hmm. tell you that listen i think i need some advice <laughs> yeah no what i usually do is i when i take the history with them so mm-hmm. actually you can make out certain things when the when the patient directly walks into your opd you can see whether the person is actually very confident or they are not confident or they are very skeptical very doubting the uh, doctor and uh, doing cross research and you know doing this google and then sitting amongst your um, opd itself and chatting oh what did they give you what did they give you oh. okay you got success because they gave you this oh they didn't give me this that's why i had a failure this kind of um, you know masala gets outside the opd so what i would prefer is i always tell my patients you should have full trust on us and mm. you should leave the rest because google doesn't know more than us because we have done so much of research and we have educated ourselves and we are into this field for quite right. some time so right. having the trust first on the doctor mm. along with that if they are having any previous history of failures and they have been disappointed i would not totally just start embarking on the next cycle itself because i would like to get to know my patient i would like mm. to spend some time with her talk to her do her scans myself mm. and gain her confidence so if mm. there has been a previous history of a mental illness in the family or in her i would generally like to do the counseling myself and try mm. to find out whether i can help her on my you know with just my counseling because sending her to the psychiatrist or the psychologist will again create a barrier for her That's you know she would true. say oh you think i'm mad you think mm. uh, you know i require this i have come here for a baby and you are telling me to go to the uh, psychologist so mm. what i tell them is it is not that it is about managing stress in your own um what do you say in your own different way or rather uh, for a person it may be just listening to music for somebody it may be going for a walk so mm. whatever is your way you should choose your own way you cannot tell i can de stress in a different way but you need some people may require certain extra help or rather external help because when you get into this ivf journey there can be some amount of fluctuations in the hormones itself would lead to some amount of depression so yeah i would always want to counsel them on these lines just to get you both mentally and physically prepared for the pregnancy journey with ivf you know i never put i never thought about it this way that the doctor themselves can actually you know gauge so many things just by body language just by observing yeah. whatever is happening um that's really nice and honestly it's very comforting to yes, know that yes. you guys can you guys actually you know look at all these things and you can yeah i know i had a patient uh, just two line i will tell you about her she sure. was just going to deliver with an ivf and then she came to me and then she was like my husband is just shouting at me and you know i'm puking and i don't know he's uh, telling me to eat because i'm pregnant and i'm throwing up now mm-hmm. what do i do so what i did i called the husband and i told him look you must understand the woman goes through a lot of cyclical changes both in the menstrual cycle as well as in pregnancy because pregnancy itself is a you know state where she can have some mood elevation depression so please yeah. don't shout at her and scream at her it's okay if she pukes that doesn't mean that she should have her food immediately give her some time let her de-stress let her take her own sweet time to eat don't pressurize her sometimes yeah. the husband also requires the doctor to tell them not the wife ah okay. you got it it yeah, it, yeah. it should come from the right person Mm. then the husbands also they start behaving themselves yeah interesting so, yeah i have had such cases that's why i am telling you so yeah. 
that's the whole thing so it's all the psyche so as it is now with the covid season coming up i'm i'm seeing the psychiatric cases going sky mm. high of course because of the present fact that you are very bare at home we are not going out we are sitting at home and just probably even the divorce rates or the marriage rate I mean, uh, separation rates That's are going up That's exactly what I'm coming yeah. to next you know yeah. <laughs> I mean so what I'm trying to say is I think we should all maintain our sanity before all of us just go a little insane yeah. give space for everybody live and let live yeah. yeah I think we should first learn to parent ourselves right True <laughs> um, Yeah Now like you said right covid you know it's been with us since i don't know what two and a half yes. years almost yeah. now yes. Yes. and uh, clearly you know work from home seems to be a reality that is here to stay um yes. in that sense people stick around people stay at home and there could be a lot of tiffs um and the relationship could you know suffer a strain just in case a couple decides to split while undergoing an ivf treatment dr vaishnavi how do you generally counsel them like what is it that you say up to like you know the entire treatment is on its way and these yes, guys are I splitting do. and you're like what, what to do, do? <laughs> yeah. yeah correct sure so uh, first of all as i have already told you i do a baseline assessment to see how their mindset is and how the chemistry between the two of them is so mm. because they may be two different personalities and uh, they may be going in two different directions because uh, you know because of the stress or rather the stigma with the ivf uh, or with the infertility kind of a you know situation they are in hmm. so what i think i would do is first of all see when i start doing their treatment itself whether they are okay as in hmm. okay to embark on this or would they require some time but if you are saying that the journey has already started and they develop the stiff as they are in the ivf process and mm-hmm. they're still not deciding whether they want to really embark on going and making them embryos for mm-hmm. example right so uh, what i would suggest is if the follicles i mean there's quite a bit of follicles coming up and they have already started taking i mean they've started their injections and they would have already spent quite amount uh, quite a bit of amount on the injectables i would uh, counsel them and try to bring both of them together first of all Right. Uh, doing the psychological counseling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if that is not possible, and she's, you know, probably into the fat end of a stimulation, and then I would also advise her to freeze her eggs. Oh, very cool! I didn't that. think of that. Yeah. yeah, we can do that, right? Yeah. So we can freeze her eggs, and then later, when they both, you know, again patch up and think, then we can make them embryos. But the thing is, when we freeze eggs, what happens is. you know the chance of uh, freeze thaw survival we may lose some eggs as well so oh. i would take those consents hmm okay i would ideally like to solve their misunderstanding if it is in my you know whatever yeah. territory i'll be able to do it but if i'm not then i would not want to jeopardize this uh, stimulation whatever has been done but i will not force her to do that i would yeah. tell her it's an option. an option yeah this would be an option but if you're not willing we can bung the cycle down also Wow. I you know what we've been talking about uh, egg freezing and we've been talking about so many things but now yeah. everything's just connecting it's making a lot of yeah. sense. Thank you so much. It's like and a jigsaw puzzle for you. Absolutely. Like I said, right? Context is something that maybe a lot of people lack. They might have a lot of inter- information, they might have a lot of content which is available freely on the internet, which is available True. through people that they know of who've actually gone through these procedures. But yes. this is real context setting. Thank you so much. Now, mm, 
moving on uh, you know a lot of females like you've already said they experience discomfort during an ivf pregnancy just like in a regular pregnancy but they also might feel very embarrassed to you know sort of mention them how can these discomforts be managed i mean just in case you know anyone who's listening to this podcast is actually one of the shy kinds and mm-hmm. probably won't tell so how mm-hmm. can they be managed and what kind of discomforts are actually telltale signs of something gone terribly wrong yeah as i have had many patients once we do the ivf or we do the embryo transfer who oh, madam we have to be on bed rest we should not even get up we should not mm-hmm. even uh, go to the toilet you know we should uh, not move we should sit like this for 15 days I mean, it is not oh. practically possible Hmm. because by sitting like that for 15 days what i ask my patients i tell them okay you sit practically for 15 days without doing anything am i guaranteeing you a pregnancy am i telling you you are definitely going to get pregnant i am doing all that is possible under the sun to get you pregnant but i'm not giving you the 100% chance but at hmm. the same time if you tell that woman don't move don't sit don't do this don't do that then her whole mind will be on that embryo transfer and the other people right. in the house will go mad Right. So you should tell her to do anything that she is happy to do or gets de-stressed and uh, you know she feels happy basically because the mind being happy gets the pregnancy also because the mind yeah. the brain is the controller of the body yeah so yeah. if you are unhappy then it will not happen you are happy you deviate your mind away from this the chances of the implantation is higher keeping yourself yeah. busy like people want a letter from me saying that i have had ivf pregnancy and i want 15 days of bed rest i will never give it unless there is a complication or they conceive and they bleed then i will oh, give so this these is... are some of the things that you need to have in mind before you know you embark on uh, this ivf journey and the signs that would say that there is something wrong would be maybe some amount of bleeding some amount of maybe spotting some amount mm. of abdominal cramp which is very you know not bearable and you having some giddiness something of that sort then i would Uh, i would uh, i mean uh, tell her to come back to me it is not that you know should get very tense don't uh, you know you think that your pregnancy will go so never demotivate a woman i mm. think you will have to motivate her rather give her more confidence and tell her that these are some of the signs that can happen even in a normal pregnancy or in a person who's conceived with ivf person who's conceived with ivf may have a slightly higher chance of having these things it does not necessarily mean there is something wrong definitely you know they, it is going to go in one shot some Uh, some pregnancies may require little bit of extra help we may have to stop certain medications we may have to keep it for about 3 days and then again start the medication so we may have to do some ups and downs even with their hormonal uh, medications makes a lot of sense and honestly the letter that you just spoke of just reminded me of you know the gym letters i mean the letters that you would get from your <laughs> someone from the medical profession to, just to get you out of the you know the sports class <laughs> so <laughs> I would definitely do it uh, to get out of like you know to get chutti from work <laughs> but yeah I will no. not give I will not, <laughs> not give at all <laughs> seriously I will not give ask my patients they will wait and then I will say that I will not give you hmm. no but uh, it makes a lot of sense uh, and if if something like this is being done under stress under duress And thank you so much for telling the telltale signs. I mean, now like you said, each couple, you know, they have a different journey and uh, they also have a different IVF journey. What are some of the most significant questions that every couple, I mean, there must be some common, you know, string of questions that any couple could really ask their IVF expert 
in order to best prepare themselves for the right because it's not just the ivf uh, experts responsibility right yes. the pregnancy is also the responsibility of the couple so that they can take care of themselves so what are those questions that they can ask see those questions probably would be what extra are you doing like you know i have done all this in the, with the previous doctor so what is the extra thing that you are going to give me or hmm. rather what is the duration of the infertility and patients are quite um, you know thing to cross question Mm. you know they will come and uh, do window shopping come and ask you go to another doctor she said this is this correct is that correct so that kind of questions they may ask and uh, depending on the stimulation protocol per se what they can do and if a person has had a you know probably too many miscarriages is there anything extra that i can do should i test my embryos should i do the genetic testing on it or should mm. i just go ahead and put the embryos uh, what is the uh, other thing that i can offer them so these are some of the other questions they can ask and mm. whether i am i too old to embark on pregnancy or am i oh, yeah. uh, do I, yeah whether am i too old or uh, whether i am in the correct age or whether i am too young you know i've had such questions person who is 30 years who has not planned her family the whole family will be you know ready with one function and saying see the neighbor had the, this had that had but you didn't have so that itself mm. can cause an extra pressure so that will be their first question to ask me whether right. i'm young enough or my family is right or am i right so these are certain questions which usually i address with them yeah makes makes a lot of sense and uh, also the genetic testing is something that i never uh, thought of uh, nice one mm. uh, now you know like you very clearly i mean and you've overstated it to be honest that you know i cannot ensure anything and none of the doctors can ensure anything and to be very candid um i really appreciate this kind of honesty right at least you know that uh, you're not promising them it i mean it just speaks to integrity right yeah. okay so um i'm just going to uh, sum up all the things that you know i learned actually from you uh, today and i hope that you know anyone who's listening to this episode has also gained a lot of knowledge um so you know just going back to uh, the first question you know if you have a question in mind just ask right is that okay to yeah. say right okay absolutely ask Then, the doctor and not google Yes ask the doctor <laughs> and not google and uh, they will let you know and at some point of time you will also intuitively know how to trust your doctor right okay. because if they are interested in you and they are taking a keen interest in your case in your person in your relationship in your past history in your family history there's a fair chance that they're actually genuine and they're wanting to get to know you better and they're wanting to do everything in their power to get you pregnant Mm, right. then um there will be hidden costs and it's best again to ask about those hidden costs and uh, to each person i mean for each person it will be different say for example someone's coming from afar someone has to stick around in uh, you know someone has to stay over uh, overnight in a certain place uh, because your doctor is there because your ivf center is there that could be one kind of hidden cost complications could be another kind of a hidden cost and um, whenever you're signing on that dotted line for your treatment i think you should ask those questions right true yes absolutely lovely 
देन अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट इफ यू गो टू अर प्रीवियस क्वेश्चन इफ यू एक्चुअली लिसन टू ऑल ऑफ अर प्रीवियस क्वेश्चन यू ऑल्सो सॉर्ट ऑफ गेट एन आइडिया ऑफ दिस ओवेरियन हाइपर स्टिमुलेशन दैट डॉक्टर वैष्णवी वॉज टॉकिंग अबाउट देर आर अदर कपल ऑफ यू नो थिंग्स दैट यू कैन एक्चुअली वेन यू गो बैक एंड यू लिसन यू विल हैव एन आइडिया यूल बी बेटर इनफॉर्म्ड Uh, so that uh, hopefully you know leaves the anxiety at the door somewhat now yeah. let's you know coming to maybe depression or self doubt or worry or stress and mental health and um, you uh, if you want you can always fix a separate individual appointment with your doctor can that happen right okay. yeah yeah So you can always, uh, you know, fix a separate individual appointment with the doctor, or you can hint at them. You can message them. There's WhatsApp, right? You can always let them know that hey, um, I think I have certain questions which I really can't ask in front of my family because I'm uncomfortable. They And take video consultations. Yeah, <laughs> right. You can do a video consultation, and the doctor will definitely. If the doctor is invested in your journey, they'll definitely help you out with those questions. Yes. um then um you know in terms of uh, and this this one is the most interesting question from my end because i mean if um you know things happen there's there is already a lot of strain on relationships plus i and ivf journey could put another kind of a strain on a couple's relationship and just in case you decide to you know take a break for a while or split or separate and then try and figure out what you want to do whether you want to go ahead with the ivf like the pregnancy the treatment or other fertility treatments for that matter of fact there's always a chance for you to freeze your eggs and it's only an option just like a disclaimer right there it's only an option great mm, couple of telltale signs uh, this is the most like straightforward uh, question and uh, you know we got a great answer from dr vaishnavi apart from spotting and um, blood and cramping um, and unbearable cramping at that um and you know us women we have this thing of uh, we don't really tell exactly how much the pain is so we definitely need to be very well aware of that that if it's really excruciating then please don't say on a scale of 1 to 10 it's 5 it's actually 10 <laughs> right so yeah. be honest be in tune with your body tune in and understand and be honest and your doctor will help you out if they're not listening to you it's probably not the right fit for you this ivf expert or the clinic might not be the right fit for you so just always keep your ears open to know whether they have their ears open exactly <laughs> <laughs> both ways it works both ways yes absolutely thank keep, you so keep much keep your ears open to see whether the patient's ear is open <laughs> absolutely thank you so much dr vaishnavi this was a fun chat and uh, i think uh, a lot of context has been set and uh, uh, a lot of my questions i mean you know like you said it's it was a jigsaw puzzle earlier and yeah. now the puzzle is sort of coming together so thank yeah. you so much for that yeah thank you my pleasure glad That's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one super soon. No wait. We are not going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> not for a while at least. Not for a while at least. Um but uh, still until then chin up.
ऑलवेज चेन अप और कोई भी सवाल हो तो रीच आउट टू अस एट एच टी हेल्थ शॉर्ट्स दैट इज एच टी एच ई एल टी एच एस एच ओ टी एस फॉर अपडेट्स ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट फॉलो अस एट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट दैट इज एच टी एस एम ए आर टी सी ए एस टी वी आर प्रेजेंट ऑन फेसबुक इंस्टाग्राम ट्विटर यूट्यूब क्लब हाउस लिंक इन यू नेम और सुनो नए नजरिए से यू वर लिस्निंग टू हेल्थ शॉर्ट्स ब्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट